Grow CFO is where finance leaders grow together. Join thousands of like-minded professionals using Grow CFO to access the combined knowledge and experience of the finance leader community. You can join us today at growcfo.net. Hello and welcome to the Grow CFO Show. I'm your host, Kevin Appleby, and today I've got Susanna Serrano-Davy with me, and we're going to talk about transforming doubt into achievement. Susanna, welcome back to the podcast. Hello, Kevin. It's lovely to be here with you again. Again? It's a while, though, Susanna. We haven't done one of these for a little while. I know. We have been so busy that sometimes when we're busy, we lose our good habits. So this is returning to a good habit. Yeah. So good habits. So no doubt good habits help us transform doubt into achievement. Absolutely. One of the ways. So tell me a little bit more about this subject, Susanna. Why are you so anxious to talk about it? As you know, in the way that I work, I always love to reflect and think about what have my experiences taught me? And I think we can all do that. But before we start on the topic, perhaps I can ask you or our listeners to think about something you would like to do. One of these really crazy things that you just would love to do, but there's always a but, whether that is setting up a business or writing a book or tell me, Kevin, what is that thing that you would love to do, but perhaps you doubt that you can do it? I've been at the early stages of writing a book now for probably five years. So there's lots of doubts dropped in there. Drafts have been written, drafts of of content, not really anything substantive. I've started writing blog posts that I've thought could possibly end up as chapters in the book, things Mm. like that. But I've never really gone very far. And there's always something going on that says, oh, is this the right thing to be doing? Then I hope that you might pick on some ideas today of how you can turn that doubt of wanting to write your book, but always finding an obstacle into making it a reality. And perhaps I can interview you someday when you publish your book. That and that's what it's all about. Wouldn't that be a lovely, yeah, lovely aim to have? Yeah, absolutely. But I think there's something about getting to that point that you actually hold that physical book in your hand and you say, I did this. Yes. That says, am I going to sell more than three copies? I guess one of the things, and let's go to the first two things. First of all, I always like to speak from my experience and because theories are worthless if you don't actually connect with reality. And I'd refer back on all the things I hope we'll talk about today to one of probably one of the hardest times in my life, and I have had my fair share given my age now, in 2020, where I was working as a successful CFO, working under a lot of pressure, very busy. I had a lot of demands on my time. At that time, I certainly didn't think I could write a book. And my 25-year marriage had collapsed. My kids took it really badly. Then COVID came, work just got even harder, and then I was taken in. And at that time, my belief, my doubt, or my way of thinking thought, Susanna, you are a CFO, and you can't possibly write a book. This is not something 
finance people do right. So that's a big doubt, perhaps like similar to what you might think of yourself right now. But if you fast forward several years, nearly four years now, we're at the end of 2023. I am no longer a CFO. I'm a professional mentor and I have published a book. So it is possible to do these things. And the first thing that connects with what you just said, Kevin, or my first step into that journey is we have to aspire fearlessly because if we don't just express ourselves, we don't allow the process to happen. It's almost like we're trying to get to the destination before even going on the journey. So when you're writing your book or you're writing your topics, perhaps whether you sell one or not, it's not that important. In the case of my book, I started telling everyone, as you well know, that I was writing a book. I never said I was going to finish it. <laughs> and this is almost like you go on a dance class and you're all tied up tight. You don't enjoy because you're so worried about dancing perfectly. Or in your case, you worry that you might not sell a book. But when we forget about dancing well and we relax and we start to have fun, then magic can happen and you can start on that journey. So my question to you, Kevin, and whoever is listening to this podcast is that thing that you'd like to do, but somehow you don't feel capable of doing, if you didn't have to worry about succeeding, wouldn't it be fun to try anyway? Definitely. Because half of the fun is the journey in the doing. Even if we don't achieve the things we set out to achieve, we can choose to enjoy the process and gain from that experience. You've got a methodology, haven't you, behind this? Yeah. And we just talked about aspiring fearlessly. Ah, so that's the, the first step. step. The seven steps that we're going through spell out achieve. They do. So the A is aspire fearlessly. So just get on and do it and enjoy the journey, is what you're saying. Don't worry about succeeding. Just right. aspire. Just start. Take that first step. I like that. But taking the first step isn't going to get us to the second, third, fourth, fifth, however many steps we need. There's got to be a little bit more than just getting started. I think getting started, you allow the process to begin. And the second step, for me, certainly my experience, has been to creatively express when I was writing a book, I just felt that it was something I needed to share with other professionals. So the creatively expressed has to be with letting go of that thing you believe is expected from you. And just to ask yourself, what am I really passionate about? If I allow myself to explore, what would I do? Or if I wasn't so worried about achieving my goal, what would I also test? along the way, because we're a lot more than our technical expertise. We're a lot more than all those labels that we have accumulated over our career. So if we allow ourselves to creatively express, then we can achieve things that seem impossible or seem difficult. Do you have any tips to anybody to say, how do you work out what your passion or your purpose should be? Any techniques, Susanna? I think that might need a whole podcast in itself. I think what I have learned in my own experience is that there's almost like a ring to it, a rhythm, a sensation, that when we connect 
with that thing that really makes us tick. There is something like singing within us <laughs> that you may not be able to hear it, but you can feel it. Mm-hmm. And now that I look back to many, many years of my life, I recognize that singing in many of the things that I did throughout my career that had to do with communication, had to do with supporting my team, had to do with other activities. And I think whatever it is our listeners do, if they pay attention to not only what they do, but how they feel when they're doing it, it's not that hard to find. I can see where you're coming from with that. So we've had A, aspire fearlessly, C, creatively express, the H. The H is for hold back and wait. Because sometimes we're in such a hurry to finish that we don't allow the necessary process to take place. Things take time, but sometimes we're in such a hurry that we don't allow things to settle. And even when we don't try in that process that you're going through for your own book, even though you may not be finishing it now, there's things happening, people you're talking to, conversations that you have that you say, ah, I get it now. That's the piece I was missing. I've just had it. And then you put it together. So the question is, if I was in no hurry to achieve my goal, what other things would I also like to do rather than just focus on that single outcome that many of us get trapped into, I think? I get that. We've been relating, both of us, to experience of you successfully writing a book, me trying to, but our audience of finance folk. What sort of things do you think they're going to be applying this to, Susanna? I think they can apply to all sorts of things. Anything that is difficult. It could be that someone wants to become a CFO. We work in Grow CFO with many people that have that aspiration. A, they, they start with a doubt, with that belief that they may not be able to do it. B, they can be forthcoming about their aspirations. So I think it's incredibly applicable to any walk of life, whether you happen to be building a career in finance, writing a book or setting up a business or just changing the course of your life. Yeah. If I think about it then, two big programs in Grow CFO, Future CFO Program and the CFO Program, we make it clear from the start that you're not signing up just for a course, you're signing up for a program that's going to take a year or a year plus. Mm -hmm. Future CFO Program starts with, do you want to become a CFO in the next two to five years? If so, this program is right for you, knowing that it's going to take that length of time to go through. What we're talking about is highly applicable. And I suppose, Susanna, we've talked about the H, hold back and wait. The I of achieve. Innovatively organize. And I think you touched on that because you said oh, you've put your thoughts down, you've had lots of stuff, and you're coming back to them and looking again. That is one of them. But my point on this particular topic is sometimes when we take a fresh look at our situation, we can see new ways to achieve an outcome, even if it's not the original we set out to achieve. The final output doesn't necessarily need to be what you set out in that original intention when you started. Just go with the flow and see what can you do with what you already have. So the question is, 
if I wanted to achieve my goal right now, whatever that might be, what do I already have that can help? Or have I considered other alternatives? Because we don't always do that. And I think that that is very interesting reflection to have is taking that fresh look and being innovative about what we have on our plate. Absolutely. The goal that you had in mind two years ago doesn't have to remain the same goal. It will develop. Directions will change. Other opportunities that we'd never thought about might come along. We don't know what we don't know when we start off. So we've covered A-C-H-I of achieve. So E. E for embrace support. You don't have to do it alone. Why do we all think, all of us, we think we have to do it alone? And asking for help in your career or whatever it is you want to achieve is not only smart, but really enjoyable. And in the six months before I published my book, 22 people read it. 22 people. That is a lot of people that read it, gave me their feedback, and therefore made it better as a consequence of that. So what I'm trying to say is that it's good to ask for help, even if it's difficult sometimes, because you will gain from it. And we don't often ask ourselves, who can really be of help? with that goal. So I'll, I'll throw this out to you now, Kevin. If you want to talk to me, it'd be my pleasure to spend a couple of hours with you in details. I write, what are the things that really help me in my making it happen journey? Or what are the things that would have made it easier for me to know? I'm more than happy to help you, to have a coffee with you one day, for instance. So ask yourself, who can support you on your journey to achieve that? We talk about that actually in module five of this future CFO program, that module is all about networking. And I split that into three parts. Part one is about taking your brand and saying, how do I put that out there using social media? But part two is fine. How do I build a support network around me? Mm. When you get into that CFO role, it can be a lonely place. There's no finance leader above you to go ask questions of. Yes. There may be nobody of equal intellect or stature in the company that can understand what you're thinking about and be able to bounce ideas off. So having that support network, which may be other people, we try to use the cohort on the program, start trying to make that into a support community for people on the program. So you went through Future CFO with a dozen other people. Mm-hmm. let's see if we can make this a cohort of a dozen that stick together and share things well into the future when the program's finished. And also ask the, the question of, well, you're going to need some people to open doors for you at certain times. Who do you need in your network to open doors for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. But yet it's not something that we do very often. And no. there's a lot of help out there. And you've took, took a few times on mentoring this morning. I still think there's a lot of people that think of mentoring and coaching as a sign of weakness, which it is certainly not. I would say, though, that mentoring or coaching, I don't think it can be as powerful of work unless you're really willing to open up and have no barriers. You can't go into a mentoring session pretending to be all right or pretending that everything is sorted because then there's no growth. So we've gone A, aspire fearlessly, C, 
creatively express. H, hold back and wait. I, innovatively organize. E, embrace support. So V. V for validate your journey. Okay. Quite often we are so caught up in our rat race. I call it the hamster wheel, by the way. Uh We don't stop, just step back and ask ourselves the right questions and reflect and put ourselves into the observer seat in our own life. If we are willing to work with ourselves and to have that reflection time, even if we don't always see like what we see, then we can validate, are we moving in the right direction? Like the question you asked earlier about how would one go about knowing what's their passion? But by listening to yourself. So the question is, do I spend time with myself reflecting upon things? We need to work with ourselves, I think. Going into the CFO setting, it's very easy to have a list of tasks, a list of stuff that's got to be done, a list of meetings to go to, and you're constantly in the, the do, do, do. If you're not mm-hmm. taking off your task list, you're not at work. Quite often working on Guru CFO stuff, I feel that way as well. If I'm not actually sitting in front of a screen doing things, can't be working. But actually, before you and I spoke this morning, I took two dogs out for a walk. And one of the main things I was getting straight in my mind was, what are we going to do in this month's CFO quest. I pretty much came back from a dog walk with some sorted out thoughts, some good ideas of what the exercises should be, how it's going to run. Just have to write the thing now, but some of the best thoughts about how to sort out that problem, what's the way forward, have happened while walking the dogs. Sometimes you're thinking through the day when you're in the shower in the morning and validate your journey. I totally get you've got to step away. And I like Mm -hmm. that hamster wheel thing. How do you spot that you're on the right hamster wheel? The method I use is I have a diary. I write in the mornings. And I always recommend that people do that if they can, even if it's just five, 10 minutes. And in the mornings, I wake up, brush my teeth, and I sit back in bed and I write. And that sometimes is 20 minutes, sometimes it's an hour and a half. It's my golden time. That's when I come into touch with myself. I express my frustration, my fears, my ideas, some of my, the content that I write comes from my morning sessions. The seed of the book came from my morning session. But we need to be willing to sit with ourselves and have that reflection time. So that seems to take us nicely from V into the final E. E. Evolve beyond limits. Come on, tell me more about this. This is really about just break the assumptions about what you can't achieve. I think we all have these beliefs, these doubts, all of us. I have them as well. I keep having them. I just try not to take them too seriously. So we all have those limiting beliefs, those things we think we'd like to do, but we can't because, you know, a lot of people like to have work-life balance and they can't achieve it. A lot of people, like it It doesn't have to be something massive. It can be the little things in life that can make all the difference. So my question for everyone is for you to look at your limiting assumptions and think, and why not? And why not? Indeed. 
why can't you do certain things, whatever it is? I, mean, I think there are limits, though, Susanna. I mean, oh, I'd gosh. love to go and win the British Open Golf Championship. But my first step was fearlessly aspiring. I didn't say you needed to win it. So if you want to go and win it, just have it go and have fun playing golf. Who cares whether you win it or not? That's the whole point. Whatever aim we have, if we only focus on that outcome, is it really worth achieving anything at all costs? I certainly don't think it is. thing is, you might be on a journey towards CFO and an opportunity might open up that could even be completely outside of finance or could be in an area of finance that the, the CFO role doesn't happen. Because you think that's the destination today doesn't mean in three years' time you'll still think it's the destination. Exactly. That's precisely my point. Yeah. If we go back to our original title, Transforming Doubt into Achievement, is don't let the doubt get in the way of telling you can achieve. Have a go at achieving. If that achievement isn't right for you, you'll end up in the right place. I agree. Providing you open the doors. Don't open the doors to start off with. You're not going to take the journey, are you? You're not going to go on the journey. I agree. Mm. Susanna, that has been fantastic. Well, I always enjoy chatting to you, Kevin. Yeah. So let's just run through that again. A. Aspire fearlessly. C. Creatively express. H. Hold back and wait. I. Innovatively organize. E. Embrace support. V. Validate your journey. E. Evolve with beyond limits. Fantastic. Susanna, and you've been talking about your book, mentoring, helping people, all sorts of things. See, people can get in touch with you via Guru CFO, but how else can they get in yes. touch? Yes. Well, it's very easy to find me, Kevin. Just Google my name, Susana Serrano Davy, and a lot of stuff comes out. Or go to my website, which is serranodavy.com. Brilliant. We'll put all that in the show notes. Yes. Thank you very much. And it would be lovely to hear from some of our listeners. Sometimes I come across people that say, oh, well, I heard you're such a podcast. Tell us what you thought. And sure, Kevin and I would love to hear anybody's agreement or disagreements on our little discussion today. Absolutely. Susanna, thank you for being today's guest on the Gross CFO Show. Thank you, Kevin.